Welcome back to the She Talks Men podcast. I am your host, Maya Sanad, and I want to talk this, like, really real with you. <laughs> um, and feel free to share your thoughts on this, and as things are coming up, I, I want to I hear from you, because I know I can't be the only one that has experienced this or maybe walking through this, and that's why I really, I was like, God, you know, I don't, I don't know what I want to talk about, I don't know what you want me to share, with your daughters, I don't, I don't know. Like, I, what, what do I share with my sisters? Like, what are we doing? <laughs> and one of the first things that he kind of brought up was shattered dreams. And I'm currently walking through one of the biggest dreams of my life being shattered before my eyes. <laughs> like, when I tell y'all shattered, shattered. And it's it's been shattered for the most beautiful reason because I was trying to build something that the creator God had a plan and an intent and a a will for, had a purpose for. But I was like, I I like took it from his hand and I was like, okay, God, I'm gonna do it my way. And he was like, no, no, you're not. And he kindly, kindly corrected me, convicted me and has really loved me through this grieving process of this dream. And so he brought me to the people of Israel. So I'm currently doing the Bible in the year by the daily grace. And I'll leave down the Bible plan that I'm doing because it's absolutely amazing. One of the reasons that I really love it is because it has an additional resource, which is their own podcast. And again, I'll have all the information down below for that. Um, But in that plan, I'm currently in the Old Testament Right now, as of late October 2022, I am in the book of Numbers. And so, so far, I've read, you know, about the creation story. And right now, I'm really seeing where the law, where God had really instructed the people of Israel to come, you know, follow his commands. And before we kind of get all into that, he brought me to the book of Exodus, Exodus 3, specifically, um, verse 10 through, I'm going to read 10 through 12. And so in Exodus 3, we are introduced to the character of Moses. And I definitely recommend reading the history of Moses and his story um, that God really wrote so beautifully and is a reminder that God is in the place of shattered dreams. Um, and he's in the place of delivering his people to his prom- to the, the promised land, whatever that is. So right now we're, we're in Exodus 3. We're in, God is talking to Moses. He wandered into the wilderness. Me, he meaning Moses wandered into the wilderness and he's talking to God. And this is what's being said. This is verse 10 in the ESV, the English Standard Version. And it says this, Come, I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses said to God, Who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, But I will be with you. And this shall be the sign for you that I have sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you shall serve God on this mountain. And so I love this for many reasons outside of just, you know, it's beautiful. (laughs) It is the word of God. So it's beautiful. But outside of that, it's the reason it's so beautiful is because 
when I was first experiencing my dream being shattered, and I, and I, I, I want to say this, like my dream being shattered, it's multifaceted. There's so many things about this dream or why so many parts of it was broken. One, I will say this, the passion that I have is not gone. That passion, and I'm, I hate the peas on the mics, baby. I hate the peas on the mics. <laughs> but no, um, the passion that I have for women, the passion that I have for the black community, the passion that I have to see God's children really be delivered from the things that are holding them, that are binding them, has not changed. Now, the way in which I do that has definitely shifted and definitely has taken on a different form. And so I'm just, I want to make that very clear is that the passion for what God has called me to be has always been very clear and has not changed. That has not changed, but the way in which I've done it has changed and the way in which I will do it will continuously change. And I will share why I say that because God has revealed that in his word. When I was reading Exodus 3, and again, I've read Exodus 3 numbers of time. Like, I mean, so many times, but every time that you go to the word of God, it's just like a whole new revelation. And so when I was reading Exodus 10 through 12, um, he really reminded me, he's like, daughter, I did not give Moses the full plan. I didn't. I didn't give him the plan that he was not going to see the promised land because Moses never got to see the promised land, y'all. Um, and you, when you read further into the book of Numbers and Deuteronomy and you really learn um, why that was so, you that's also multifaceted in itself. And that's like a whole different pod- podcast episode. But Moses never saw the promised land. God never told Moses on that mountain, you won't see the promised land. He never told him that the people of Israel would experience wilderness series season, a wilderness season, y'all, if I can talk, um, for nearly 40 plus years, right? They were walking, they were going through it. I mean, they did not see their promise year, their promised land. If I can't talk, it is literally past 11 o'clock at night. That's why I can't talk y'all. But they did not see their promised land. They did not see the land of milk and honey that God had promised them and promised Moses. But he said, and this is clearly God. He said, come. I love that word. That's one of my favorite word in the entire world is come. He said, come. I will send you to Pharaoh that you may bring my people, the children of Israel out of Egypt. Nowhere did it say that Moses was going to experience a battle. Nowhere did it say Moses was going to experience a joy. Nowhere did it say that Moses was going to be the one to receive the Ten Commandments. Nowhere did it say none of those things, right? God never said to Moses, this is what I'm going to do. He did not say to Moses, you are going to watch your people be swallowed up because of their disobedience. Under your leadership, people are going to revolt against you and your brother Aaron. He did not say that to him. And he really had to remind me, God will tell you to go. But as you move, he will reveal more and more to you. And so as I've been walking through this season of like, God, I don't know what is next. I'm like, what can I do next though? 
I don't know what is next. I don't know the full plan, but I know that he has called me. And so when you hear people saying, oh, yeah, you know, you've been called. Like you're called to do certain things. You're called to be an attorney. You're called to be a nurse. You're called to do all these things. God will call you, but he will never. And I, you know what? Let me not say never because I ain't Jesus, baby. Okay. <laughs> I'm not God. But one thing I've realized, and I'll share in my own life, and again, it's he's not giving me the full blueprint. And I know if God gave me the full, and I know this for a fact, I know if God gave me the full blueprint, I would mishandle it. I would want to rush it to get to that place that he, God has given me a glimpse of my future. God has given me a glimpse of what he has called me into. But I know for a fact, if he gave me the whole picture, I'd mishandle that whole thing. And so just kind of something that I'm like, okay, God, you know what? How can I trust you today? Like, what do I need to do today? And not like, what do I need to do like five years from now? And that's the season I'm in because I've always been in a season of my life. I'm like, okay, well, I need to know like five years from now, I'm going to be married. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to do this. Da, 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 da. No, that's not the season that I'm in currently. I'm in the season of like, what is today? God, what do you need me to do today? And that is something that I have. I have a, a big whiteboard and just whatever God puts on my heart and, and shares with me, I put, I put it down on that whiteboard so I can visibly see it in my room every single day. And on the top of the whiteboard is like, what do I need to do today? Because I cannot possibly, I have to be reminded, like, I only have today. I'm not promised tomorrow, but what I've been promised is today. And that may not even be the full day, but what can I do today? What do I need to do, like, right now? And so that's, like, really helped me is just really understanding, like, God is really there. He is so, like, he has helped me so much. In this season of God, I don't know what is next, but I know who I can go to. And that has been the biggest thing. And through that process, he's reminded me that my dreams are precious. My dreams are so precious to him. He cares about it. He cares that I have a heart and a passion because why does he care? Because he gave me that desire and he wants to see it fulfilled. And so I remember vividly the moment that I knew I had to walk away from my dream. Um, the week before, I this is, and I say I don't know, but now that I'm kind of talking it through with you, sis, is a week before, I just remember, like, God, help me grieve. Help me grieve this. And I just prayed it and I just kept moving and then the week after it came full circle and it was like a kind of like when you write the I you don't I mean I don't know some people probably do this but I don't dot the I first I usually you know put the line down then I dot it and that is how I felt it's like I put the line of prayer like the the line in the I was prayer and then he dotted it the week later I don't know if that's making sense at all but in my my head it just made full full sense <laughs> it made full sense um and so yeah that's just kind of what happened in that and he is so faithful he said you know he's been so good to me as I've grieved and my grieving process wasn't really long um because 
I did pray about it and I released it to him and I surrendered to him because I believe that God is faithful, that God is unfailing, that his character is just so magnificent that he knows me better than I will ever. And I think that's also another thing that's really helped me is I'm like, God, you know me better than I will ever know myself. And you know my heart and you know the heart that you want me to have. You know the heart that I will have 10, 20, 30 years from now, God willing. And so I'm choosing to trust that person. And he's not a person, but I'm choosing to trust that God. Um, I'm choosing to trust God. I'm choosing to trust that the Holy Spirit is leading and guiding me in the way in which he needs me to go. And that all I have to do on my end, right? Because there's God's part and then there's our part. And what he's been showing me is like, your part is to move. Your part is to sit at the footstool of me so I can reveal certain things to you so you can take action on it and you can continue to move. And whatever isn't of you, meaning of him, what is it? Yeah. What isn't of him? He is like, okay, no. And I know when he blocked things. I, I truly, truly do. And so, yeah, like, I just, I just remember earlier this year, I really walked in, walked into this year wandering. And as I'm, as the year's closing out and we're moving into November and December of 2022, I'm walking out, God willing, with direction, And in Exodus 3, he says something in the beginning, Exodus 1, so beautifully, and I want to share with you. So again, this is Exodus 3 in the ESV, and this is verse 1, and he says this, Now Moses was keeping the flock of his father-in-law Jethro, the priest of Midian, and he led his flock to the west side of the wilderness and came to Horeb. I might be saying it wrong, y'all, but it's the mountain of God. And so he wandered into the wilderness. He came into the wilderness. And that is exactly how I feel. That's exactly how I can really picture myself this year. I wandered. Like I knew where I was going because I knew that I wanted to have a relationship with Christ this year. And my only expectation was that God was going to really show up and show out because that is who he is. And I just wanted my life to be a reflection of the fruit that God was trying to prune to pr- and produce in me. He was pruning fruit so I can produce more fruit, fruit of the spirit. And so I walked into this wilderness season, top of 2022, broken, y'all, broken, very uncertain, very uneasy, hopeless. But in the same time, I had hope that some I knew that God was so much greater than my situation and I just like I had him that's all I can explain but this year has just been truly like all I got God is you God like literally the anthem of my life for these 20 you know for 24 has been all I have is you so I kind of feel like I'm not Moses y'all um But as he walked his flock, you know, I walked in this year with a dream and I'm walking out with direction. And as Moses, he walked in with his flock and that is what he did. But he walked out with a greater purpose. Even though God 
knew he had to shepherd before he gave him an authority, but he said, I'm going to give you a greater authority. And that is currently where I'm at right now is I walked in with an authority over certain things that he has given me dominion over and he's given me authority over and he's given me the ability to steward and to manage. But I'm walking out, God willing, of this year with a greater purpose that is beyond me. I don't know everything. And that's why I said 10 through 12 is so beautiful is God never gave him the full plan. He never gave him the full vision. But he definitely said, I sent you and I called you to do something. And that is what God has been showing showing in my life is like, I've sent you. I've called you. Do you trust me? And that has been the number one thing. It's like when I find myself in moments of like wavering between things, he's like, do you trust me? And it's just really simple. Like just the simplest question. And when I answer yes, it shifts a whole lot of my perspective. A whole lot of my perspective. And so, you know, one other place in the Bible that he's really been sending me to, and I mean constantly sending me to this place throughout this year. This, outside of Exodus 3, I would definitely say 1 Samuel has been that one place in the Bible that God, I can't I can't walk away from. It's it's too beautiful to walk away from um, for many reasons for me. And I'll share that one day, that story and that testimony of why it is for me. But... Um, there's a character in the Bible, too, actually, who are involved in this this passage. And it's in 1 Samuel um, 16, and, and we're introduced to Samuel. And our dearly beloved, as many people know him, King David. And at this time, he was not King David. And in verse 12, and so I'm going to read from the ESV, so this is 1 Samuel chapter 16 verse 12 in the ESV and it says and when you saw that um wait give me a second y'all oh okay so first Samuel I was in the wrong passage y'all this is what happens first Samuel chapter 16 verse 12 he, he says and he sent and brought him in and so when he he says, and he sent, meaning Jesse, which is David's father, and he sent and brought him in. I always say King David, but his, he's not King David at this time. He's just David. Um, he said, now he was Rudy and had beautiful eyes and was handsome. And the Lord said, arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers. And the spirit of the Lord rushed upon David from that day forward. And Samuel rose up and went to Ramah. I love this for so many reasons. Um, One, I see myself in Samuel, but I also see myself in David. And God really reminded me, like, daughter, what you've been doing for so many years, what you've been passionate about, what I've called you to do, because nothing passes through my hands without my permission. That's something that he's reminding me of constantly throughout this year, is it has a purpose. And in verse Samuel 17, you also see why that purpose is so beautiful because David slayed, okay, he slayed Goliath, which is a Philistine. And I'm not going to get into kind of like the history of that. I want to do a Bible study on First Samuel 16 because it's so beautiful. And God, like I said, I can't get away from First Samuel. It's just too good. 
but yeah, um, he just really reminded me, like, daughter, what you have gone through, your dreams, your hopes, I see them, I know them very intimately, I know them very deeply. But something that just came up was, give me back the pen. Because for so many years, I was trying to control and I was dissatisfied and I was not fully living out the purpose that God has called me to in this on this side of heaven. And so when I released and so surrendered to him in December 2021 and saying, God, I want a relationship with you and being diligent and persistent in my relationship with him. He's really reminded me I am here. And I am the creator of the heavens and the earth. And I have riches and honor and glory just flow in through and around me to the people that I love, to the people that I've called. And I want to, I want you to experience that. And I was like, okay, like, let's, let's do this. <laughs> let's do this. It's like I said, I, I had a moment, it literally, like when I tell y'all, it was a moment of grieving. It was not long and it was not very much sorrowful because if I'm being really honest I think I've known for a really long time that I was not fully equipped to do what I thought I needed to do and I'm still fleshing out that because it's always still a possibility but you know for right now God has definitely called me into something completely different and there's a piece that is unbelievable unbelievable but yeah so three things that god has really you know really shifted in me and and changed my perspective on is do not go back to what broke you do not go back to what doesn't glorify him god wants us to go back to our first love. So, you know, what has God called you to? What is God, you know, what are you passionate about? He wants you to go back there. But he reminded me, like, don't go back to what broke you. Don't go back to what stole so many moments of your life. Because that's what was happening. The second thing was remain at the footstool of God. And he says this in Psalms and so beautiful, but I love being at the footstool of God because every time I sit at the feet of Jesus, every time I close my eyes, look at the cross, I see Jesus and what he did for me and for you says, I'm like, how can I not want to sit at the foot of God? I've been given access. I have the privilege and honor to read the word of God wherever I go on my phone, on my laptop, on my iPad. I have the honor and the privilege of picking up a physical Bible and actually feeling the pages and really feeling the words of God as if he is sitting right here with me, which he is. Um, And through this process of really grieving, but also rejoicing in what had been um, stripped from my identity, which it should have been and which it should not have been in my identity, which is a whole different podcast episode, but... He really helped me to realize the more you remain in me, abide in me, as he says in his word, I will reveal the desires of my heart 
as they should be revealed in your heart as well because he wants that mirror reflection image we are made and called into the image of god and so just going through that experience has been really beautiful too i can't even explain it like i could only sum it up as it is beautiful being a servant of the lord and that's that um the third thing that he really shared with me is praise him in advance um i remember at the top of the year and mid i was it was before mid-year but um walking into the second quarter i was praying for something fervently not giving up unrelenting but what i saw just did not make sense but i was like nah like i know who my god is and i'm gonna make sure he's bigger than what i'm what i see and he came through, baby. He came through very big. And so right now I'm in a season of my life where I'm believing for something really big. And that will also be a story and a testimony of just his goodness and his grace and his mercy and how he uses the most broken people for his his, his story. And so praise him in advance. And that has been the place that I want to remain at is how can I praise you each and every day? And I just love that I have people in my life who remind me like, baby, you got to be grateful. <laughs> but guys, do you remember where you've been? And I sometimes like I it's so easy to forget, but it's so much better to remember. And that is the Holy Spirit. Like when you call him, hey, Holy Spirit, like help me remember. And he will do just that. And something else is. That he really reminded me of, and I really love this, that he really brought to my mind was God always has a plan. And so my dream, and I say my, again, going back to like the shattering of the dreams is more of an expectation of what I thought my life would look like was completely shattered. That is the most beautiful way that I can sum it up is God always has a plan. And so when yours doesn't work out, it doesn't mean that it wasn't his plan. It may or may not be, but it's not for me to say. It is not for me to tell. It's really ultimately... One thing I said, like, people really have to ask God, like, you know, like, was this your plan? Was this not your plan? Is this in your plan? But one thing I've realized is this, like, at the end of the day, God has a plan and it is working itself out. Whether your plan aligns with his plan right then and there. And it may or may not be, but it is always working itself out for our good and for his glory. And so that is that is my heart behind um you know, shatter dreams and how I'm walking through this season of like walking through the season of like my expectations being shattered and having hope for the future. And that's something that only I can say by the grace of God, that is his power that I am like, okay, God, like, where are we going? What are we doing? Like <laughs> what's next? Like I said, like what's next today and what are we doing today and how can I glorify you? And like walking through that season with so much hope and gratitude for what has been done. And I have no shame. I don't have any guilt. I don't have any regrets. I'm like, you know, I've seen what I've done. I can do, or I should say this. I've seen what God can do through me that I'm like, God, I want more. So people truly do know who you are in the most beautiful way ever. But yeah, that's it, y'all. Um, we will be back for another podcast episode um, next Thursday. You know, we come out with podcast episodes 
every Thursday at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. So definitely check us out. Feel free to subscribe to the podcast and head over to our Instagram. All that information will be linked down below. See y'all next time.